Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breakfast Radio. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by, you know what, I always say my team, fuck it, this is family at this point on this goddamn panel. We all a group of fucking black entrepreneurs that do our own motherfucking thing, and we need to be celebrated for it, goddamn it. First up, we got the first lady of The Breakfast Radio, Monte. what's going on? What's up, y'all? Also got the what great one himself, say? BTG is here. Look at Hayes, not trying to be Joe Budden today. Yo. <laughs> Actually, Hayes has been getting pretty spicy in our group chat. I think he's leading up to that. What? Yo, did you, did you get the... Uh, I'm not worried. Hayes said, tell me to stay out the business. <laughs> I ain't never said no shit like that. Hold on, wait a second. We got to run it like, back. Oh, son, here. Yes. All right, uh, had to be a father real quick. Uh, he, he said, run me my tablet. <laughs> homie. I don't care what you got going on over here. We also got the rare wine connoisseur, Marquis. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, you getting ran up on for Roblox is crazy. Oh, Tonight is just really nice. Listen, there was one time we ran out of, we ran out of Capri Suns, and he didn't believe me. I was like, son, we have no Capri Suns. He looked at me dead in my eye and says, give me my Capri Sun. <laughs> I said, hold up, little nigga. Wait a second. Hold up. Wait a second. You're not finna check me over no damn juice. Yeah, that's my son. Um, I would be, I would believe you, but the way you handed over that tablet so quick. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't bother me. I'm trying to conduct business down here. Business. Uh, I don't even. Did I introduce all you bastards? Look, and I started this off by saying y'all my family. I'm done. I'm done. I'm already. Yeah, like, fuck it. Fuck it. Um. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. First up, we got uh, on this week's episode, the Rock and Wall Hall of Fame announced who's going to be inducted this year. Um, A pretty nice varying list, uh, but I am actually, I usually default to Mary first. Uh, since we have Mr. Black People Like Rock 2 in the building, I'm actually going to default to you first on this one. What do you think about this year's class of uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, can you say they went wrong? I mean, there was no wrong answer. I mean, yeah, there were a few snubs, but could you say that none of them deserved it? I mean, and, well, we kind of discussed that when we talked about who all was up for nomination this year. There's literally almost no way to go wrong. Like, there's going to be a snub, but there's also no way you can go wrong. It's like... It's one of those perfect years, uh, so I can I can agree with that statement. I, I say LL. Um, I gave Mary credit, but LL finally got his flowers. See what happens when Mary starts. Never mind. I don't know if we're talking about that yet. Um, but yeah, Cheers. go ahead, uh, Mary. What do you think about the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2021? You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with Marky. Um, I don't disagree with any of the inductees, but I do feel like my girl Mary got snubbed. That's all I got to say. Okay, let me, because I, I try to do this now every time we talk about snubs for everyone, not just you, Mary, but all of us. But all right, so you're saying you feel like Mary got snubbed. Who would you have liked to see taken off and Mary replaced on this list? I don't know, but I just would like to have Mary added to the list. Okay. <laughs> How about that? All right, all right. Uh, Baylor, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of like with, with Mary. It's like, but at the same time, like if we all agree that this is a 
a solid list, how could he be considered snubbed? Exactly. That's 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 kind of the what what like my thing is is that if Tina Turner wasn't on this list, I could see Mary getting inducted, but Mary getting inducted before even at the same time as Tina Turner doesn't sit right with me, so I can understand why. She's probably a shoe in for next year for sure. But come on now. Tina Turner basically at one point in time, like how many black people did she introduce to rock without them even knowing that they were being introduced to rock and roll? Like that that's amazing right there. She should get in off of her stamina off of GP. Off them legs alone to this day Tina Turner has like the some of the Yo, most amazing legs in the business. Lipschitz are insured. Those calves are insured. They got to be. They got to be. So, so I, I, I do want to highlight one person though that I was pleasantly surprised is being inducted, and that's Gil Scott Heron. Um, honestly, like most of your fave rap songs that you don't even know he had an influence on, he's had an influence on. And just like revolution music, he really is like the father of that. So I, I'm happy to see him there. <laughs> and I didn't think he was going to make it. So Fair enough. So out of curiosity, <clears throat> if... Tina was left out and Mary was put in. It would have been a little upset, right? I think so. Run okay, down the list so here. just if Jay is finally inducted and it, LL is finally inducted, how many times was he passed over? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, and I mean, that's a whole other conversation, right? Like, how many times does it take before they, <laughs> I don't know, get it right? Yeah, until they get it right. Yeah. Because a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people's reaction to LL has definitely been, it's about damn time. So, yeah. Here's the thing. No Shaka Khan. And I don't mean to be controversial with this, right? But here's my opinion on that. Because if you're making the comparison between LL and Jay and Tina Turner and Mary J. Blige, that's, that, I, I understand that. Compare, uh, compare th- those two groups. Um, but to me, the difference between a Tina Turner and a Mary J and a LL and a Jay-Z. Jay-Z has classic albums. Mary has a classic album and classic songs, but if we're being honest, Mary's full album body of work, the whole latter half of her career were was cool. But she had some she always had a classic song on every album, just about. But like her full bodies of work, if we're talking about albums here, doesn't measure up to the other one. Can I ask this question? Because yeah. I asked this in, in, in one of the clubhouse rooms and because Method Man was brought up. Mm-hmm. Can you, and maybe I've, I've, I've asked this before, can you uh, be a legend without, Jada having, thing, yeah. without having a classic album, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you, that, that's, just, that's just the artist being a classic in, in, in himself or herself, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. does that hold the same weight as someone who has classic album? To me, no. If you can put, if you are a, cla- well, first, you have to also be a classic artist. So if you're qu- putting two people who are classic artists, regardless of albums, just at, at, at the height of like what they do with their art, and you compare that to another classic artist, but the other artist has more full albums that are classics, I think that puts them above. Right. But the only, you know, it does make sense because obviously, if we're talking about two uh, people who are classic, but one has classic albums, obviously they'll be over them. But what the one thing that bothers me is that depending on who that person is, we might be biased towards. That's true. So, <clears throat> but Tina though, like she was in movies, soundtracks, she transcended genres. So that's that's inevitable. You know, another you classic know. woman played a classic woman, by the way. That's true. Another classic. Woman and, played. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> true. Um, but 
let's not forget Mary between the guest appearances, the performance, she's an icon in hip hop. She's the queen of hip hop R and B. You know what I mean? That mm. says a lot. So she is a legend. I can't take that away from her. So how can you, even though she doesn't have, as you would say, I think she does have more than one classic album. Um, you may not think she has as much um, classic material that Tina does, but I think her whole body of work, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we're talking about performances, guest appearances, just presence alone, influence. She's there. She was the first hip-hop R&B diva. Yeah, I mean, I, we're not... I, I don't think anybody here is doubting that she deserves to be in the, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She absolutely does. But I, I'm saying if we're comparing this class, I can understand why she didn't make this list. But I'm okay. never arguing her place as a legend or deserving to be in the Hall. Mm-hmm. Put her in every fucking Hall of Fame there is. Period. She deserves it. So, like, I'm not I'm not arguing that at all. So, what about Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan absolutely get, deserves uh, to get in. She, and as she didn't get in. She was nominated. So, like, that's, again, a legend beyond, you know what I mean? They might, like Mary said, just extend it. Add two more. But, but you already know, Marquise, at the end of the day, we don't, we don't really know. Filled quota. Yeah, it's like, at this point, we don't know. If it was left up to us, the whole black culture would be in the goddamn Hall of Fame. And we deserve it. Yeah, well, I just... I think it just we the ideal is that one day we're at a place where it's not like there is it feels like there is a quota. You know what I mean? Where it's just like talent and that's it. Not like, oh, they only let four or five of us in at a time. I think it's kind of fucked up that you got a list of so many artists and only this amount is going to get in. Let's just choose who you're going to put in there. And we don't have to have expectations of people who lose out. You know what I mean? If there's 10 people going in, these are the people that are going to get in. Let's not, we got 15 people nominated, but we're going to put these 10 in. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. This whole nomination process is kind of trash. That, that, that fucked up coming from Marquise is a little strong. Well, my thing is that this, so the reason why I feel like I, this, I don't, I don't feel like it's trash is because if we just let everyone in every year that just because they deserve it, there's going to, it's going to eventually catch up to where we're going to get a, cl- a whole class. Where we're going to be like these motherfuckers are getting in. Right. Well, no, nobody's saying we're letting everyone in, and maybe this is a little bit participation trophy era me talking here, but I just feel like to announce nominees and then basically now like half of the nominees don't make it in it just feels like no matter what you're gonna feel some kind of disappointment so instead of announcing nominees just announce the inductees skip the nomination mm-hmm. process then people, then people will be complaining to know what what went the moment they see somebody get in that they don't agree with it would be like what what's the criteria well listen hey, we, don't we still want to know the criteria <laughs> we still would like to know the criteria right yeah that's true yeah we ain't gonna get shit right yeah all right, moving on then. <laughs> we don't know what he has. Hey Mary, hey, Mary, don't think I didn't see you uh, giggle in the beginning of the segment. I saw that. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, <laughs> yeah, broker, broker social media hiatus, <laughs> announcing new projects. Mary, I'm coming to you because you seem to be the low key, well, the bar out, out the out the out the team. So, what do you think about uh, Nicki Minaj in this announcement? Well, yes. I'm a Barb and I'm a yum. And this is her first project post baby. And you know, when you become a mom, I feel, or even when you become a parent, the game just gets more real for you. So I think you kind of come more with your A game. 
Um, so yeah, so I'm hyped to see what she brings. And I, I'm, listen, I don't, I disagree with you. I don't feel like she's ever put out trash. It may have been not my steez, but you know, her skill is undeniable. So in my opinion. Okay. Marky. <laughs> Marky. The pitch in which you said Marky. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm to listen. I'm going to listen. Seriously, I'm going to listen. I wasn't really fond of Queen. So, uh, hopefully, this will be something she has something to write. She, she might have something to write about. So, there you go. I'm look, is, the girl got skills. Let's not get it twisted. She's nice. So, Baylor? I, I want, I'm interested to see what, what she's going to talk about now. You know what I mean? Especially after having a child. Uh, this is after the beast and stuff like that. And she's taking a nice little vacation. And so she has entered the what you gonna talk about now space. You know what I mean? The bitch is still being her sons. That's what she's gonna be talking about. All right. Well, look. Shout out to her because you know Crocs went up forty nine percent. You know what I mean? So she did that. Sweetie actually helped her on that one as well. You know what I mean? So shout out to people out there that's rocking Crocs. You know. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got another album announcement. Exodus is coming. New DMX album. Uh, Nas posted about this one. Uh, what do you guys, what's the expectation level for the first posthumous album from DMX? Baylor, what do you think? Um, I mean, the first thing that pops up is like, I think it's going to be pretty emotional. You know what I mean? We know we're going to get some 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 prayers on there. Um, but honestly, I don't know what type of, like, it's funny to say we don't know that, like, we know DMX energy overall, right? But I, I honestly don't know what type of energy this album is going to bring, you know, because he he is a different he was a different person. Like, he, it seemed like he was a little bit more emotional, uh, you know, and that comes with being older and, and, you know, having kids and things like that and just, you know, ch- trying to change your life. Um, I'm here for it. I mean, look, X ain't never let me down. So we're going to see. I'll be interested to see if if he has features or even if just solo. All right. I expect to hear the locks on there though. That's what oh, I do yeah, expect. The locks definitely gonna be on there. I think that goes without without saying that the locks is gonna have a place on there. Um what about you, Mary? I'm super hype. Um the emotional part about it too is that he was super hype. Like he really, you know, in all of his like final interviews, he really talked about how excited he was about this project. Um, there are features. I know he said Pop Smoke was one, so we're going to just be bawling our eyes out for that. I mean, it's like two fallen soldiers. Um, I mean, I, I, I heard his team and Swiss talk about how it's nothing like anything we've ever heard before from him. So, yeah, I mean, it just sucks. He's not going to get his flowers for this, but you know, we talked about this before. One thing that gives me solace about the whole X situation is that he did get his flowers while he was still here. For sure. So, you know, he, he left this earth knowing that that we loved him. <laughs> so I think this is a really, you know, a good parting gift. I'm looking forward to it. All righty. Marquis? Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, y'all, y'all seen the, um, the videos of him playing with his son? I, I can't. I love that I shit. That's everything to me. Um, his last verse on on um the locks joint um bow shit, it was gritty. Same same gritty um X. I'm expecting guest features. I'm expecting Nas. I'm expect expecting some surprise. Uh, I believe Swizz is doing the whole album, so production is gonna be insane. Um, 
I'm I'm actually I think this might be one of his best albums, honestly. <clears throat> and I say that because I don't know any other album from his first one that I could say was near classic or put together well enough to not appeal. Just had banger after banger, and then have some songs you kind of skipped. I think this one is probably crafted a lot better. I know he tried to come out with an album a few years ago. It, it kind of got shelved or put back. Um, and I swear, if that Bath Salt song is on this album, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. You, you, you guys don't know it. You, you know, you, do you know what song this is? That Bath Salt song? No. I, br- I bring it up often. If you hear this shit, what happened was Swizz and I believe um, who else was it? What's the other producer? They were going. They were doing battles, right? And they were going back and forth. And this song came on, and Bust looked this shock look on his face, like, what the fuck is this? And you heard Nas say something about the Bath Salt song. He played a little X part, <clears throat> Jay's part, and a little Jada's part. And everybody in the room was like, what the fuck is this song? So they asked Swiss, when is this song coming out? He said, the reason I didn't put it on my album, because I didn't want you to focus on this one song. I wanted you to hear my whole album. I'm going to put it out sometime. That's the last we heard of it. If you hear this beat, it's insane. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Well, damn. Uh... I'm really, yeah, I, I mean, the thing always with posthumous albums, are, it's always like how much do they actually get to complete before they pass away? This was completed. So we actually are going to get to see what DMX vision, what he wanted this album to be. Um, and that's, he, and it's, it's funny, it's like he left us a parting gift and didn't know that that's what he was doing. And that's what's going to make this one special. Um, it it kind of puts me like, we, you get a lot of posthumous albums now, but like puts me back in the mindset of like when Easy e passed away and that album came out and it was, done and completed before he passed away too so like yeah i think i think it's gonna be great x was in such a seem- seemingly such a good place around the time of the verses and everything and yeah I-, I can't wait to hear the music i mean life after death was actually a great one too oh yeah oh yeah like, there's yeah, a lot of completed projects i mean we should look at that yeah, um all eyes on me albums. yeah that'd be a great but with machiavelli well he has a shitload of them so until then the time was probably my favorite <laughs> Post death pop release. That Machiavelli was eerie. Well, I don't Machiavelli. Yeah, Machiavelli well, that's a classic. We know that. I'm saying after Machiavelli. Yeah. Um. But nonetheless, that's the story for another day. Um. One that I'm interested to see what we talk because I think you know we a lot on this panel talk about Drake's music not necessarily being for us, but I think we all recognize his place as an artist and what he has been able to accomplish and that hasn't really been accomplished before. He's going to be getting the artist of the decade award at the 2021 billboard music awards. What do you think about this? Is it deserved? Do you think anybody else deserves to be artist of the decade? Um, uh, Marky, I'll come to you first on this. One. No one deserves it more than him. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, what's funny. Um, Post Malone, would probably come close because of all the records he sold. I don't know anybody who's put out more hits in this decade than Drake did. Even that Asian band, B2, what is it? I forgot the name oh, of them. Uh, uh, damn, my, my daughter <clears throat> loves them too. You gotta be on that Green Ranger shit today, don't you? <laughs> Yo, name uh, name another artist who's dropped more hits in this oh, no, decade. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I'm talking about the Post Malone. The pop kid. Oh. oh. Well no. the reason why well, the reason why I don't think Post Malone could get it though is that he wasn't active for the whole decade. He came after like twenty sixteen. What I'm saying as far as how many hits as far as streams. No, I get that. Has, but if it's of the decade, you should be active for the whole time period. Agreed. Who else has been as no, active? I agree. No one. So, so who's second? Who else has been as active or behind Drake? Like, no one has dropped more. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? 
Go for it. Future as far as as far as the twenty tens, where would you rank that era? What do you mean? That era of music. Twenty ten to twenty twenty? What do you mean? Yeah. Um, it started strong and it just died. So I'm saying, where where would you rank that? You, obviously you got the nineties up there, right? Oh, nineties, definitely. Nineties, eighties, two thousand. So I would say I would say nineties, two thousands, eighties, seventies. Oh, seventies. I would put the seventies before, yeah. I put that decade, yeah. There's a lot more classic shit that came out in the seventies than I, uh, what we have now. I'm not fighting against. It. I just wanted to know. Oh yeah, that's that. So then, the, so the 2010s aren't even on the list. No, <laughs> they're words. last. They're last. Last on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, that's okay. Okay, okay. Um, me. so just to go over some of the like Billboard's artists of the top ten, I'm going to run down their top ten artists of of the decade. So Drake, of course, is number one. Number two is Taylor Swift. Number three is Bruno Mars, Rihanna, Adele, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Maroon 5, and Post Malone number 10. Mm, Where's Bad? I honestly can't argue that list at all. Where's Bad? Beyonce? Yeah. Bro, she's not even in the top 20 on this list. Well, she drops every four years. So it takes her forever to drop albums, though. That's why. Yeah, she oh, didn't do much in 2000, 2010. Okay, she didn't do a lot from 2000. Uh, she's never 23. Fuck is that? But she didn't do a lot in that decade. She really doesn't, bro. Well, she dropped two, two or three albums that decade. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That oh, decade. She dropped is legendary. I mean, uh, I'm an eight. You're talking Billboard, Billboard Street. I mean, well, I'm, Swift, I'm saying for the culture, like I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> mm. I mean, that can be argued. It's definitely legendary for the culture. I mean, especially when you consider, like, this is artist of the year, so this takes everything in. Her visuals over the last decade have, are damn near unmatched. So For real. Um, Again, <laughs> reference Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm looking at what Beyonce has dropped in the last decade. So four, Beyonce, and Lemonade. So she dropped three albums in the, in the decade. Damn, it's been, it's been almost five years. It's been five years since Lemonade? Would you, would you yeah. count... Yeah. Would you count the Lion King soundtrack? But she also did the card. No, too. you mean the Black Carter. is King. Not yeah. the Black is King. But it was inspired by. Yeah. But she also did um, you know, the Carter with um Jay. But that was joint. I'm trying Ooh, to give what damn. she's done. I'm saying why it she was done. It wasn't total trash. Did somebody say that she was trash? It, it was trash, bro. Like I didn't think so. I didn't but think so. I, I agree with that list, that top ten list. Yeah. And see, that's why I said I saw Pulse Malone. Yeah, you, yeah. Really, you really can't argue that list at all. I mean, if you look at overall, just not just of the culture, but just music in general and artists, like I think every artist in, in that order pretty much deserves it. Matter of fact, I would probably flip flop Rihanna and Adele. Honestly, I think Adele would be number four and Rihanna would be number five for me. Yeah, oh, the two start, albums? I had to start comparing decades. That's a trash list. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna had a Rihanna Rihanna had a lot of shit, a lot of singles. Adele had two albums. You think Rihanna hey. had a lot of singles in the last decade? I, I, did. I, I would have to look. I would have to honestly. I like. I'm. I'm not arguing you. I'm just. That was. That she, was she was a bounty hunter, asking bitch to have her money, shit like that. Listen, she had some bangers, bro. Oh yeah, she had bang, like, for the decade. Bangers, but uh, I'm, I'm trying. Decade. To... Good. Because how many? How many did Adele have? Like singles and albums. I know she had. A diamond album. She had the other one almost went diamond. So show and she probably had talk that talk unapologetic and anti were the were the were the albums that Rihanna had this decade. So she had three this decade. Okay. And anti was, still being on the on the Billboard top twenty, I think twenty five or fifty or something. After all this time, fucking amazing. Um, Adele. Let's see how many albums Adele has had in that decade. That's what I thought. Ain't that too? 
Yep, just two. You're right. 21 and 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I stand corrected on that one. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Anything anything left on, on this before anyone else wants to move on? Does everybody get to say? Did everybody get to speak on Drake being? Hey, happy for Drake, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy Miko, man. He was the first one to send me a tweet in a in a group chat. He was like, Yeah, Drake this and that. I was like, Oh, I'm so happy for him. Yo, push it. With that album, Matt, push it. <laughs> leave leave Drake alone. Am I am I the only one who's missing a Pusha T album right now? Oh, I like, love it, don't we need a Pusha album right now? Look, y'all not about to take the shine away from Drake right now doing right, that. Y'all are right, wrong. Right. Drake, Stop doing that. Artist of the decade. Well deserved. Well deserved. Artist of the decade, man. Right, Give it up. Move, let's move on. Uh SWV, Escape versus. Uh, we were all active in talking in this one, so Mary can't fuss at us about not being active in the chat during this versus while she was tweet uh messaging us. Uh, Mary, I, 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 this was the Mother's Day special. I'm going to come to the mother first on this one. I just want to go, no, go ahead, Mary. Thank you. Let Mary go. Go ahead, Mary. Oh, God. What do you want to know? No, go ahead. I apologize. Go for it. Well, I'd like to pass on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was super hyped for it, and the energy was such a letdown. Um, it literally felt like a battle. I'll say that. <laughs> Um, even their positioning, it was like West Side Story, like they were singing at each other from opposite sides. And um, when they would come together, it felt very forced and unnatural. Um, towards the end, it got better and it loosened up. So, OK, you know, an escape brought out the brat. I was hyped for that. Um, so the big headline that everyone was commenting on was Coco from um, Escapes. Um, <clears throat> energy like she it literally felt like the shade was coming from her in the beginning and what later was revealed was that she witnessed a murder right before coming on stage yeah. in front of like her hotel or something so i mean i will say you know and and this versus is a show like no other right because we're all watching it together you know socially in real time and you know, you can kind of see how um, uncompassionate people can be, you know, because people were really dragging Coco in those comments and, and tweets. And when the story of what really, you know, why her energy was off kind of came out, it, I'm sure everyone felt kind of bad <laughs> because it's like you don't know what somebody's going through. So although I will say I feel like we got a few verses where People were going through things like wasn't Keisha Cole beefing with her baby daddy or something before her show. Mm -hmm. So like these people are human beings and they are bringing their issues with them and still trying to put on a show. So I, I'll just put that out there. Um, I mean, obviously the music is great, but it, it's something I don't know if it was just Coco and going through that, but something was really off with the energy. And it definitely, it, it made me sad for the ladies because I feel like most of the lady-oriented uh, versuses have been, I don't know, like weird energy or problematic or something. So, I mean, the Jill Scott and and um, Erica Badu was great. Aside from that, <laughs> I feel no. like all the other women ones were a little weird. No, the, so, OG, the OGs one was good. Oh, yes, Patti LaBelle. And, yeah, 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 that was good, too. But they don't count because they're OGs. 
But everybody else, I feel like, what does this say about us as women that we really, I don't know. Like, and, no, and these but, are like grudges. But Mary, for, you got to think about years. the women, though. You got to think about the women that we talk. You just brought up Keisha Cole. I don't give her no excuse because her music was created from the shit that she was going through on stage. Yeah. That's a good point. But I mean, that doesn't so, take away the pain from it at all, though, bro. Like, I, especially if, it, if it's if it's fresh. Um, I mean, I get I get what you're saying, but I mean, it's kind of hard to draw off that that emotion while you're in it. Like it actually just happened before you go out there to perform. So it's a little yeah. Bit, yeah. Bit different. But but when you look at the the matchups, though, like the, the Brandy and Monica, come on, we know the history. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. It is kind of weird because you 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 would figure that the women would get past this stuff. Well, not not necessarily me, but the the the, <laughs> the men me. the the men the men is like they they are over it, you know what I mean. And even when it was like speculations or or stuff like that, like the energy and the love between Snoop and DMX, well, that will always be number one. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, even the Jeezy one where everybody thought it was going to end in gunfire. Now <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. And, and again, that energy was we tuned in because we wanted to see some drama. They knew what they were doing when they when they put these matchups together. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. I, I I I get it. I get it. But at the same time, again, uh, people go through personal stuff, and it was unfortunate that she went through something right before that started. I didn't get to watch it at all because I was in a place with no service the whole time. But from the feedback that was going on. Like it wasn't, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't, it wasn't good at all. You know what I mean? On, so, on the, but on the bright side, they all looked good. I mean, black don't crack because they all, you know, aged very well. Um, and I will say a highlight for me was when um, SWV uh, <laughs> came out with their woo track and they did all of the woo parts, including ODBs, which ain't easy. And they really covered them. So so I thought that was dope. But aside from that, yeah, it was like in the beginning, we wanted more of a performance. In the be- They were all just kind of just sitting there in the beginning. And then as the show went on, they got up and they started like harmonizing and singing. But even then, it just felt like, I don't know, like combative or something. It was, was, all- it, si- was it similar to the um, to the Jagged Edge 112 matchup? No, I no, it was not it, because you. I didn't really get shade off of that one. It was like dull, but not. It wasn't like you bitch <laughs> the way right, that right. But I'm but I'm saying with the information that came out, do you think do you, is it still shade or was it just? The no, I still think it was shade from some of the other ones. I mean, oh okay, okay, I do. But you tell me, guys, if you disagree. Um. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, 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 you go ahead. No, I'm saying I. I don't know if I viewed it as shade. I, who say? Or Mary, are you saying that it was shade, or is, ba- is Baylor saying? No, that? I do. I feel like no, it was. I, I didn't get to see it. Okay. I think, but Baylor, you said you kind of saw a chatter about it. Being... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But to your point, though, some of that the tune changed when they got the real story behind why she was kind of like that. I just didn't know about the other women that was participating in the shade. So I just want to know when that Pusha T album coming out. Dude, you're not um, going to do this. That's how so I knew, you know what? You know that's what she got know, real? That's how I know he got the green you know she got pants real? on. <laughs> I knew what shit got real when Mary stopped messaging. 
<laughs> that's when shit got real. You knew shit was boring when she was like, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to say about this. I mean, the DJs were great. I mean, yes. they were great. That was great. Everything they played, I was like, yo, I'm in for this. Um, yeah, run your shirt, nigga. I need that ODB shirt. Hayes, I need that in my life. Get me one of those. Thank you. No. Um, other than that, I think you all said it. Thank you. You should. This was the shirt I wore in my first short film. You've seen this before, but I got you. Say I that. still want it. Okay. I still want it. Okay. <laughs> And then Baylor will take some sneakers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think for, his for toes me, in for it. me the, okay, so it picked up the second half. The first half <clears throat> of this was fucking boring as shit. Like, I, and, and, like that's not the, the music was amazing. We know the music is classic and everything, but the whole point of verses is that you're you're. It's more than just the music. It's the interaction. It's seeing people live. It's the stories. It's it's like. That first half, it felt like nobody wanted to be up there at all. Like, nobody. Like, literally, they stopped them for whatever they were doing. Like, hey, you guys remember you're supposed to do a versus? And they're like, fuck, we might as well go ahead and go knock this out. We forgot we signed the contract. Now, the second half, it picked up some. And I really feel like, as much as this is going to suck to say, the last 15 minutes to 20 minutes were fucking really solid. But it, overall, this was just like, it was a waste of, I feel like it was a waste of time. Felt like you got people up there who it seemed like they didn't want to be up there, and that energy came through. On like even the live stream, I don't, I don't know how many people were watching, but like I was looking at the chat, it wasn't even as lively. Like yeah, you get that thing when they did certain songs or requesting songs, but there wasn't as much chatter between people either while it was going on. It just overall it just seemed like it, it was a low energy versus. What were, what were the views? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, I I I think it had hit three hundred k. Okay, that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. Who's did, did he announce who's next? No, but they said Swiss was on Hot 97 um yesterday on Ebro in the morning and he had said that they're working on the calendar. So Okay. That's cool. Soon come. Okay. We're gonna have a commercial break? Oh, uh, I mean we don't really do we let's stream live now. We don't do commercial breaks anymore. We oh. go to the next to the next now. Yeah, you've been on the show the last four weeks. I haven't done commercial breaks in a month. I'm just trying to move the fuck on. Right. I'm just I mean, trying to move we're the not fuck on. talking, hey. I'm just trying to move the fuck on, bro. <laughs> Come on. Dang. I'm glad someone caught on to that shit. Yeah, right. nigga, that nigga keeps me like, hey, uh, so that's <laughs> Moving After these on. messages, we'll be right back. New music segment. Uh, J. Cole, <laughs> ahead of his new album, he dropped a song called Interlude. Now, he did say that he, want, he wanted to just drop all the new music at once. I don't know if I would call this a single, um, but what do you guys want we'll to talk about the song a little bit and what it does for your expectations for the album? Baylor, what did you think? Uh, the It did nothing for me. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not picky like that. Like, a lot of, you know, I... I these days, I'm not surprised that even the cats that we're waiting on to drop something, we're going to be super or overly like critical of them, right? So I didn't take anything away from it. Uh, I just need to hear the whole project because guess what? Even the legends will have a skip or two when it comes to certain tracks. So maybe he didn't, you know... Look, whether he put out the the best his best foot forward or or he didn't put his best foot forward on this one, I didn't it didn't really you know change my mind. It's not like I'm like you know what I wait on it now because this was this wasn't that what I thought it was. Nah, I just it was just you know it was very Tim Duncanish off the backboard, but the shit went in. <laughs> okay, very you, good, but, but, very I think, good. I think Baylor, I honestly think you were the one one time we were having the discussion. This was way way back. 
that you compare J. Cole to Tim du- the Tim Duncan of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah that, I thought and, it was you who made that comparison. So that that that, that honestly makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mary, what do you think about the track? So I think F this track. Let's talk about that freestyle that he that dropped yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm power six though. Like that was crazy. Crazy. Over two, that over was two like, legendary that was beats that we miss and we need. So but yes, I mirror Baylor's sentiment on the track. It was definitely okay. <laughs> but that freestyle is like J. Cole's still in there. I mean, we so, know that. Like J. Cole's been killing features for like two years now. I mean, I think it, which J. Cole we're gonna get on the album because to me, right, that J. Cole right. only comes out when it's not his own beats. Did he produce most of this album again? Because if he did, we're not getting that J. Cole. Like that, and I hate to say that, but that's just a, a trend that I've noticed. J. Cole does not rap like that over his own music. He doesn't. That comes out in features, it comes out in freestyles. The album of the year freestyle he had, fucking amazing. He never raps like that on his own shit. Marquis, what do you think? Uh, oh, um, it's an intermission. That's it. The bar is set right there. So your expectations are just like, whatever comes next, comes next. It has to be better than that. That's it. Now, him saying that he may be stepping away from music for a little bit after this album. He's in Rwanda right now. Huh? He's in Rwanda right now. He's playing ball. I thought it was Uganda. <laughs> Zamunda, one of them. Zamunda? Zamunda. Like, hey. Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakanda. Um, I don't, I, what kind of shit are you? For me, it's like, if you're saying that, and you're coming out on record saying that you may be stepping away or semi-retirement or whatever, you got to leave us with some shit. Like, you can't you can't say that, and then you leave us on some on some layup, post-game, <laughs> Tim Duncan type shit. We don't need that. He left, he, he left us on red. Listen. <laughs> I need this J. Cole album to be great. And that's why I'm so worried about it. Like, I, I'm so looking forward to this album that I'm really worried that this is going to not be what I what I want it to be. Which, let me just say, that's me projecting. My my expectations have no bearing on the album that he wants to make. I'm just saying that as, as a fan, I hope that we get more than that. You just said J. Cole need to make albums in the winter. That's what you said. This is like I think like California artists only need to drop albums in the spring and the summer, yeah. so that's fair. Yeah, we'll see. How many how many classic albums do we have from J. Cole? Oh man, you always trying to start a fight. Exactly. Marquis fucking <laughs> like, the red wine kind of No, no, you're not going. just you asking. You know you're just not asking. This is your new name. You are the I'm, here's why. Here's why. You said you're expecting hopefully a classic. That's what we need is a classic from J. Cole. Out of five albums, he has one. You expecting a classic? I'm expecting for us to hear something refreshing. His production from J. Cole. You're expecting to hear something refreshing. But we don't know that it's his production. Right. That first beat sound like it's his production. Well, that first beat is. And then he, that, did produce that. he did produce that. Listen, that freestyle gave me hope. And he even dropped a crazy, inappropriate Bill Cosby line and, and is not canceled. <laughs> He's I mean, not that was why, like, I literally had to you know, listen I, to it again. Mother, I was like, motherfuckers are like, Bill Cosby, J. J. Cole, just J. Cole. That's what happened there. So now, he I don't know about Cole. that. I mean, it was so skillful the way he laid it in there, but it was like, wait a minute, did he just say? If, if it impresses us, you can get away with what it. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch the documentary? What documentary? The one of him in North Carolina? No, he dropped a documentary about the preparation of this album, 12-minute documentary on uh, YouTube called Applying Pressure. No. Nope. You didn't send it to us. See, and that, that that's what that's part of what makes me think, like, the, the doing all this lead up to this album, and in, in 
in that documentary, the way that he's talking about crafting this album, like he literally sounds like, and I'm sure every artist sounds like this. So I want to make, I want to point that out, but he does sound like an artist who's just like, who knows that they have a masterpiece on their hand. Hey, see, it was your job to drop this onto us. Step into my office. You're fucking fired. <laughs> you fire no, wait, me. wait, no, no, you wait, 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 wait. So look, shameless plug. I do have an episode coming out about uh, I am the podcast HR department. So <laughs> speaking so of, now, you were you supposed to go to, to Baylor, Marquis, and tell him to yeah. fire. <laughs> that 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 episode dropped. That episode dropped last year. Okay, but but I will be. Continue to listen to everybody. Any weird shit that goes on, I will call you into my office. So, Marquise, we just can't fire somebody off for of one violation. That was that was a seven-minute so app. Put on notice. Yeah, you because you just ready to fire. You stop trying. No, Joe Budden. That, that was for the seven-minute app. <laughs> that was for the six-minute app thing. That's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. Why fair not enough. seven minutes? Oh man! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, that's our expectations. <laughs> Marquis, what do you got for Black People Like Rock 2 this week? Uh, okay. So, how much everyone knows about NFTs, non-fungible um, um, t- tokens. So, apparently this artist took photos of Kurt Cobain and now selling them all as, as NFTs and auctioning them off. So, basically, there will be only one digital copy and this person will own the rights to that particular photo. So, he's releasing a lot of these photos before he committed suicide. Um, like really popular ones that people have on t-shirts. It's interesting because the direction we're going in is artists can now take their art and sell the original copies to people online. And you can basically own that famous or bid on that famous photograph. Um, it's a scary time for artists, but it's a great time for artists if it's done in the right way. Um, what are your thoughts on Kurt Cobain and his impact on the culture and with this digital currency, how this could affect artists moving forward. This what, is, do, what do you guys think of that? This is where it starts. Like, I think you were the first one who brought up, like, the legality of this, right? Because you're selling these pictures of Kurt Cobain. Um, and that, that to me, opens up what's going to be interesting, see which way it goes. Because how many artists do we have that are past, like, now that people can come out the woodworks trying to sell exclusive rights to this? And what what rights do the family have? Like, I, I don't know the illegality of all that, but I just for me, on the outside looking in, it seems like it could possibly be a sticky legal area to be in when you start selling stuff from people who are passed away. Yeah. But if you don't own the rights to that, yeah. like the artist owns the rights to that. So, you know, unless that they own that image or anything that embodies Kurt Cobain, I don't know, like you said, the legality of what state it's in or whatever, but I don't know where aside from cancel culture, we're in unprecedented times. Like to the point where Elon Musk can tank Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin again, raise it up to increase his value. Mm -hmm. Like this is where we are, where influencers have more power than presidents and a president, excuse me, an influencer can become president. You get what I'm saying? Right. This is where we are right now. So it's scary. And again, I love Kurt Cobain. I mean, the impact he had on a genre uh, like I said, he has his own genre. That's that's how insane that shit is. To cheapen his his value by offering up a digital copy of photos taken of him. And again, he might even give him permission. He just take a picture. And now someone's auctioning off and treating it as, as if it's art. To me, that's a crime. 
That's all I have to say about it. Mary? So, I gotta be honest. And Marquis and I have extensive conversations in this arena. And I don't feel like I know enough about it to have a real opinion. Okay. I mean, obviously, this is the wild, wild west. So, I'm kind of watching and seeing how these things go. So, yeah. Y'all got this one. (laughs) For real. Fair enough. Baylor, you got anything left to add on that? I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope. I mean, um... There's people out there who who still idolize these people, uh, who still have a lot of love. Like you know, we just finished talking about DMX. You got the Kobe's, you got you got the Nips, and you got Black Rob and stuff like that. So it's big, you know. And some people, some people like like and nowadays people like different type of shit. Like they want exclusive type of pictures of these artists now. That's like. You know, when when Kobe passed away and all those magazines came out with those different covers and uh, unreleased photos of Kobe um, and everybody was just at least out here. Everybody was racing around the city to find these different magazines of Kobe. You know what I mean? Um, And I grew up on the culture of before we started out with spray paint faces on our T-shirts. Then it came to. Find going to buy a a Vibe magazine or a Source mm-hmm. magazine, and um and you know taking it to the mall or to the swap meet and getting that that page of Allen Iverson on your T-shirt. You know what I mean? Again, these artists and these athletes uh, were alive at the time, but you fast forward, I, I think it's it's a split between two different cultures. It's the culture that grew up, you know, putting their idols on their clothing and then there's the other side where the resellers the new resellers you know what i mean to where you can't get a parachute you can't get a ps5 because they have bots and they're reselling them at double and triple the price and i feel like that's what marquise is talking about whereas it is criminal to where he knows he's going to monetize off of this man's legacy you know whereas somebody like me i kobe i grew up watching kobe I grew up with Kobe, you know what I mean? And I grew up watching Allen Iverson and listening to Big and listening to Nip. So if I have Nip face on my shirt or, uh, you know, or something like that, that's not to to monetize off of it. That's just me walking around, having somebody that I listen to that I cherish on my shirt. You know what I mean? Um, but I there's there's plenty of... Uh, entrepreneurs and 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 clothing lines that I've seen where they've used are somewhat got through the 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 cracks of using these uh, images, you know, so to speak. And I'm not sure if it's legal or illegal, but this sounds kind of illegal. I'm I'm gonna say something. You you're. It's but there's no there's no rules for it like like Mary said it's the Wild Wild West. I'm gonna say something that I just thought about. Kurt Cobain is the John Lennon of his era. Like Tupac was a John was the Kurt Cobain of his era. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's actually a, a FBI released files on suspicion that was raised about his death in '94, which was ruled as a suicide. They're saying that. There's been written notes and investigations that should be um, um, overturned and basically saying this is a murder based on the letters, um, the way the, 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 the photographs of the crime, the scene, basically. Some things just didn't add up. And they wrote letters 
basically giving the FBI evidence, proof, like, look at this. And the FBI basically responded and said, since it was ruled a suicide, this is not an FBI issue. This is a state issue. We can't address this. And this document was released recently. So that's how loyal his people were. They didn't believe he killed himself. They believe he was murdered. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're still looking for the murder of Tupac's killer. But I don't know. That's the impact of it. And yeah, it is a crime because you're taking away. Imagine someone actually auctioned off of Tupac's pictures, some Tupac's pictures, images yeah. that we've never seen. Right. And, and they go go with that off kind of mixing, uh, Marky, what you just said and what Baylor said. You know, he brought up Kobe. Imagine somebody trying to auction off pictures of Kobe and Gianna that nobody's seen. Mm. So it, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting to see, like, where this goes and how it continues to evolve because I can see this going a very, very just, if not illegal, just a morally icky fucking place. So yeah, if it's not regulated. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because actually it was like breaking news um, today that the fireman who did leak pictures of Kobe and Gianna um, and the crash site um, are facing termination, which I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I thought like they shouldn't be facing that. They should have been fired on the spot. But anyway, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's yeah. I didn't even know that that's fucking wild. Uh, so yeah, it's going to just, it, it's, culture continues to devolve i guess we'll see where the, where this ends up here uh you may not have an immediate answer to it as people still try to figure out how this whole nft the legality of this nft thing um and how it works but uh let's move on out of that um donald glover uh, i would say a thespian at this point uh came out and said uh how he he thinks cancel culture has basically led to to films being born and the art of film being born and people not being afraid to take risks and be experimental. Um, I can't say honestly, and I'll start this one off. I don't know if I agree with that. I get where he's getting at, but considering the type of content we've been getting specifically from the black community here lately, like I I don't know if I feel like we haven't been getting experimental shit. That maybe that's just my my opinion being off, but. I, I get where he's getting at, and I think more, I think it applies more to, oddly in music than I do, in, I think, in film, because I think film is being experimental. What do you guys think about that? Who wants to take this one away first? Um, I, um, go, 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 Green Ranger. You got it. Yeah, we're doing a lot with movies. The fact that we have the Wall Street Massacre, that's being addressed like shit like that has never, ever been addressed or, or spoken of. And you get away with so much more music. Like, people don't take music serious. People take film serious. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, seriously, we are paying attention to what is being put in front of us. Even if, as much as we, we hated, um, 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 what is it, Malcolm and Marie, it's not that we hated it. We just didn't need it. But we, we felt it. You know what I mean? Like, we felt, you can't fuck up shit like that. And we're going to talk about Monster. You can't fuck up shit like this. This is, we're paying attention to every little detail more than we ever did before. When it comes to black cinematography and film and music, it's kind of watered down. We really don't give a shit. So yeah, that like like Tory Lane, Tory um Tory Lanez and and Megan and everything like that. That's just kind of like under under the bridge now. We're just okay. Now when's the album coming out? But it's just but movies. You can't fuck with movies. Like seriously, you can't fuck up right now. This is our opportunity. All these movies that are coming out right at Judas, like these things are are fine tooth fine tooth comb. Um, when I in Miami, like you ripped that apart, but the fact that you paid attention to that, we were expecting the expectation on our culture when it comes to movies, but music, like we just talked about J. Cole, we expect him to do some nasty shit if it's not his production, but if it's his, eh. and then we'll move on to next week's 
you know, we'll talk about um, um, Nicki Minaj, and then we'll talk about X, and then we'll move on, like we did Buster and Nas. But when it comes to movies, that shit lasts and hits a lot harder. So well, that's so that's why I agree with him. I feel like people are being more careful now because there has been there has been a few comedians that said, you know, they don't know how to go about doing their standups anymore because they're not allowed to talk about certain things. I'm just now, you know, I watch this classic often, but uh, National Lam- uh, Lampoon's Vacation. You can't watch that movie in 2021 at all. Listen, the it's office. funny that you say that because me and JB reviewed that on uh, the Film Frequency not too long ago, and that shit is like, if they somebody came out with that movie nowadays, yeah, bro, no, you can't. There's you like, can't there's do like that. underage sex jokes in that shit, like. Right, will be canceled immediately. Right, racism. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. You know, you get canceled with underage sex shows before being racist. But Mark, but but Marquise, I think the thing is, I I think they're going into making these movies. First of all, I think they pander towards the black audience now. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, I think they're careful. I think I think these producers and these directors are careful on how to the fact that they have to be careful on making these movies. Is is why is why I agree with him. You know what I mean? With the music, you you have to be careful with the music nowadays too. You know what I mean? Um, especially, I mean, both both men and women, uh, because the cancel culture is real. And once you get on that list, it's extremely hard for you to come back from it. Like prime example, I, the only person I feel like is above this is Dave Chappelle because he'll tie it back some way somehow. But outside of that, nah, man, nah. Who's if last, you bring it, who's the last musician that got canceled? Like canceled, canceled? Because uh, Tory Turner got canceled. I mean, he's not really canceled though. Yeah, no, is he yeah. Really canceled? Um, Daniel Caesar. Turner. I Daniel? don't know. He's yeah. yeah. List. But then Bieber picked him up on his new album, so he don't need black people no more. <laughs> and and honestly, and honestly, I feel like. There is a lot. Y'all I feel like there's a lot of here. Right. I, I feel. I feel. I feel like there's Canada, a large eh? portion of uh, black people that's that's on that train too. But Bieber didn't get canceled for that Dr. King shit. Mm, that's a good. Point. You know what I mean. So really, I, I, I honestly believe the cancel culture started from from. Yeah, I'm not about to get us canceled. So exactly. <laughs> But I, but I, but I'm, I'm with him on that. Like, uh, and again, we have evolved, and and there's certain things that we needed to address uh, in film and in music, and uh, and that's and that's cool. But um, yeah, the movie's not gonna be the same no more. Music's not gonna be the same anymore. The jokes are not going to be the same anymore. I'll tell you what. I went to a, a Tony Rock stand up just a few weeks ago, and that motherfucker didn't give no shits. I think I think like the, it applies to the level that you are at. Like I get where you're getting at, but I I still don't think I still like him saying that you can't be experimental. I don't know that I agree with that. I get it that that as a culture, certain things just are aren't as acceptable as what they were. But I still I don't think that that's hard, that's keeping anybody from being experimental to his point in that. Like I I just I don't see that. But I I'm that. waiting I'm waiting for one of these comedians to to come out with a Megan joke. And that's not it, to say that I, that to make me laugh, but I just want to see it. I just want, well, I just said he's the only one yeah. that's above everything. Yeah. Are we still waiting for a Donald Glover album? Like that shit was supposed to come out a while ago, right? I'm waiting for Donald Glover, like anything that they can do. I'll tell you, true. Are we waiting for Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
At this point, I'm waiting on cartoons and the cereal. I'm waiting on a lot of shit from Donald Glover, but uh, we'll see about that. Let's move on. Uh, last topic. Um, for well, in this segment, we got we got one last topic. We got to get into the brackets, but Monster, this film Monster and Netflix, did everybody get to watch it? Indeed. Bailey, did you get to see it? I don't know. I've been high a lot, so I don't know if I watch it or not. Let's talk about it. Because <laughs> usually I'll be on it, right? Usually I'll be on it, so I don't know if I watched it or not. I can't even tell you. So, I swear to God, there's a text message you basically saying, I'm going to walk to watch this. Pray for me. Uh, if you blacked out at that moment... That was me. That was you? That was oh. Me. Oh. Oh, you know what? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight, though. But well, you can talk about it, though. You know how I get down. Nigga, I just say I forgot about something that I actually didn't watch. So you know, well, we could push the full review. I, I just because I don't want like that's a movie that you really have to take you in have to see this one as it happens. I don't want to. Yeah, but what I will say is this: it is beautiful. Like it truly is like a masterpiece. And I think I think I we should leave it. That. I was worried about it, but like just watching it. To Mary's point, it is a fuck. It's a ma- it's masterful. Ma- the you know I'm a cinematography dude. The cinematography is amazing. The story is amazing. Almost every actor in it knocks that shit out. When that, and even Nas is, we know Nas isn't the best actor, but his interaction was very like I, I love that movie from top to bottom. So we're gonna say it because Bayla, I really would love to hear your opinion on it and have that conversation where we can all talk about it. So we're gonna hold that off for next week uh, after you get a chance to watch it. Um, wait, 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 wait. We're, not, we're not about to gloss over the fact that you said Nas is not a good actor. Did you see him in Belly? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I got shot in the leg. <laughs> hey, hey, if that doesn't seem it, Nas is the coolest nigga ever. Why was he so cool? <laughs> Man. You are about to die. You are screaming or something. Sincere. <laughs> Speaking of Nas, <sighs> go ahead. Speaking of Nas, go ahead. We're going to the brackets now, right? Huh? Yeah, we're going we're to the brackets now. So oh, okay. we are finishing. We are at the finale of our our goddamn diss track brackets. We I've gotten so much backlash from people. My, <laughs> my, they my, hate my, us. My, my my goddamn white father was listening to the episode, and when he was like, "How the hell did Dre Day not beat hit him up?" I'm like, "Dad, we can't have we can't have this conversation." Like, you're from the south side of Chicago, I get it, but we can't have this conversation. Like, the bitch and you didn't make it. We we can't that we can't talk about nothing. You got nothing else to talk about. But once that text came through, I was like, you know what? We on to something special here. Uh, you said get your black I'm out. Off. Your dad listens to us. That just changed everything. Oh. <laughs> so, I, so I don't say this. Like, my, my dad... Honestly, and this is this isn't just because he's my father. He's the the biggest white hip hop head this side of Eminem I've ever met in my life. When I say he actually breaks down shit, it's like I, it's certain shit that I. You can't need to have him on the show, huh? You need to have him on the show. Oh no, you don't. You, you don't. Yeah, that. I did an episode of The Awakening Soul with my dad on it. Go listen. You don't. You guys don't want him on because every time we're cursed, I would hear him like, break down some hip hop. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll probably. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. We'll see. Um, I'll have him replace me one day. You guys are gonna open up Skype, and just, instead of me sitting here, it's gonna be a six foot burly white guy, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck happened?" I'm like, "Top of the morning to you, sir." the whole way you just self rationalized was was very white. You were like, "Well, gee, I'll think about that." Okay, I'll ask him. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. 
<laughs> you don't want to do this. You've been really peaceful. Now. He does. Yo, he really does. Yo, man. I, I, yo, all the jokes that I have right now, no. <laughs> no, Baylor. No. Anyway, last the last day of this diss track bracket. Ether, story of Adidon. Why does let's get let, let, let's get what the fuck? Let's get to it. All right, Baylor, let's get to it. What's the one we did this last week? Ether, story of Adidon. Ether, of course. We just finished talking about Drake 10 Summers. He destroyed a nigga that owned 10 Summers. Yeah, but by stooping to. Drake is in. Drake, Drake has been in seven different listen, genres. Listen, had, had Pusher not gotten tipped off to Drake's personal, you know, situation. Hey, had Nas not have a child by that woman, Jay Z would have nothing to talk about. Well, that's why he got ethered. <laughs> Hello. Up for that. You better stop with those edibles if you're trying to slap box with me, I'm, boy. I'm, I'm totally sober right now. Oh, Look. Too short to box oh, that's even worse. <laughs> hey, Drake held it down for 10 summers. You know how hot that is? <laughs> and Drake's still what holding it down. Look. And Drake and Drake is one of the biggest. And he survived. Drake is the biggest right, pop not. star. Drake is the biggest pop star we've ever seen next to Michael Jackson. And he still is. No. Okay, well, I mean, to that and, point. And he had, he, he had, no, 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 no. Z from what he was, I mean, I'm just, I'm playing devil's I advocate. I mean, that's because Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Not only that. Not only he that. He had to go get a bad bitch to save him. Drake. And his mama. Drake, Drake had, Drake had the, Drake had the boogeyman throwing a towel for him. That, I mean, the boogeyman throwing a towel. The out and save his bottom bitch. Like, that's still, it's still amazing to me that a man that we haven't had talk, heard talk that very much in 20 years of being a factor in, in this, in this industry, in this culture, came out and did a fucking press tour to save Drake. Okay. And, and yes. I'll give you that, but that was how long did that last? It didn't as even lo- last a summer. It However, lasted as how long, long did the Jay Nas beef? Them niggas is drinking Hennessy together now. Thirty years later, yo, first off, five. His crew said it was a dark day for Rockefeller. The group is disbanded now. You understand this? Disband. We're the next song to diss the top queen in hip hop was renamed Sheether. This is how serious this song is. You're, I got you. A- I, I got you. But boy, the boy wonder, the savior of music for 10 straight summers got caught with blackface. That's his fault. Oh, that's you his don't fault. care? Push it to you don't care? No, becoming a no, good father. That's not what I'm saying. He did that. He did that to himself. That's the whole different thing. We found out, that. yo, if it wasn't for Push It, we would have never found out that he was dipping in a porn star. I thought she was a stripper hoe. No, she's a porn star. We heard about that before he brought it out. Oh. That, that was not before that. I mean, whoa, okay. what rapper isn't? She's so the king wait. of New York. Wait, Barry and Baylor, I mean, Mary and Marky are vo- voting um, Ether, obviously. Ether. Baylor, are you, offic- are you just stirring the pot? Are you officially voting 
for Story of Adidon to win this district bracket. Yes, I'm voting for Push. I'm voting for Push the day after this nigga Drake <laughs> receives his blessing. Yes, we're going out like <laughs> I want you that. To think about that. I want you to think about what you just said. Yes. Yes, because look, 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 no matter what, no matter what, that man has dismantled Meek Mills, right? He has, quote unquote, held it down. You will let me finish. He has held it down for 10 summers straight. What's going on? But, but the one thing that he cannot tell his son is, I beat Pusha T in the rap battle. No, you didn't, Dad. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You know what? You know what Nas and Jay-Z is doing right now? Oh, you know, Jay-Z is talking about his billion again, his other B. You know what I mean? Nas is talking about the B that he want. You know what I'm saying? So there's a bunch of B talk between them two. You know who not talking? Pusha T and Drake. You want to know why? Pusha T ain't talking because his album got, I don't know. When last time we heard from Pusha T? That's besides the point. Matter of fact, he was supposed to be on a track with Rick Ross. And uh, Lil Wayne actually got canceled. Well, we know why that got canceled. Who really won this battle? Pusha. Have you heard from Pusha? What? How does that have to do with anything? He won the fight. Or because we haven't heard from him since. Okay, this nigga. He he dropped the song with Lauren Hill. He was (laughs) he did did a couple of tracks with twenty four. And Lauren and Lauren Hill was late to that. Oh, man, I just love watching Hayes. When he starts unraveling, he really does turn into an old white man. What do you mean? (laughs) Bruh, I'm sorry. Look, wait, 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 watch this. Has has Jay-Z ever done what Drake has done? More than Drake. No, he hasn't. Jay-Z has never ran 10 summers straight. Whoa, bruh. Hey, oh, yeah, you want some bullshit right now. Please put us out of our misery. Wait a second. Bullshit right now, Jay-Z bro. never ran 10 summers straight? <laughs> that, that, you're done. Edibles. Done. Let me call your wife. What's your wife's number? She need to come get you. Because this shit is like, <laughs> like, you didn't take it too far now, bro. You didn't take it too far. I let it go for as long as I could. You didn't take it too far. Um, The nigger on Y'all so just vote either, and let's put this to you bed. You know, I love Story of Adidon. I love the fact that it shut Drake up after... He talks so confidently on the W freestyle, but there is no way in hell. The only the only track that I would have voted over Ether is No Vaseline, and it didn't make it that far. Ether gets my vote here. Bela, I'm sorry. I've been with you. With Sto- me and you have been riding Story added on this far. Ether won this 3-1, bro. Now you got to bump the beat, Marquis. All right. You got to be on point. I said what I now said. You like an old LA. You moving like Red Fox over <laughs> Trying to get the shit out. I said what I said. Going on. I'm shimmying right now. This episode of the Breaks Radio, we named our top diss track of all time. It's Ether. I'll end this track, this episode by playing Ether. I'm CEO Hayes. Go ahead, Mary. Give me your social media. Let's get the fuck up out of here. I don't know what I just was a part of, but you can catch me at Miss Mary Almonte. And at Younger Than Moms and at Just Spice. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that one. Just Spice TV show, I think. What do I? That's it. Um, and yeah, and catch me here next week. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll have better energy. Energy <laughs> was great this this week. What are you talking about? We've just been goofy as shit. I don't know. I feel like shit got weird tonight. I'm, shit always gets weird on the end of the night. Like, well, I remember when we used to have 45, 50-minute episodes. Ever since Marquise joined, we're hour and 15 
bot like at the bare minimum. The longer these go, you're getting another perspective. I, I, no, no, no. I'm appreciated. It's just that it gets weird towards the end. That's all. We're old. We record late. Baylor, what's your social media? Give it to me. Uh, you can find me at Infrared in Wyoming. At, Baylor, <laughs> at Baylorism on Twitter. <laughs> at Baylorism on Twitter. No more at Baylor the Great because Twitter still won't give me my shit back. Shout out to Daytona. Um, and at Baylor the Great on everything else. And shout out to the White Power Ranger. Not the person that played him, but actually the suit. Marquee. No. And shout out to everybody else. Marquee figured out how to <laughs> drop the beat. Shout out to Nas. Congratulations on your win. The video, the performance, the decade. BTG, I love you. Impenetrable. Ten summers. God bless you all. Jay-Z does not have 10 summers. Who the fuck? You can follow us collectively at The Burks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns at burksradio.gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we have, Bailey, you got a dad joke for us? Yes. Nobody gives a damn about your dad joke. We out this week. Bye. up. Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? And yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Fuck uh, 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 Fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Not. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pac, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can Nas be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage. Burner at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this. Lock since 9 1. I am the truest. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With the wine, Sophie Fang kept my name in the.